Hey guys, just want to take a quick break to talk about Anchor by Spotify. If you haven't heard about it, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Uh, we use it here at Purple Octopus Red Sweater, and it's been awesome. Um, so yeah, let me just explain a couple things about Anchor. Um, they have the best tools to allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Um, this is my first time editing a podcast, and Anchor has made it super easy for me to uh, edit. Um, while hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on all platforms like Spotify, Apple, and uh, much more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So head over to the App Store now and download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. See you guys. All right, let's go. All right, three, two, one. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode four of Purple Octopus Red Sweater. My name is Evan, joined by Wes. Wes, how's it going? Ah, Good, Evan. How you doing, buddy? Doing well. So... I was going to tell a story real quick and we'll hop into like the most exciting part of the night, but, uh, don't Larkin fucking scoring a goal with all the fucking captains in it that are alive in attendance. Yeah. You know what? Fuck it. I won't tell the story. Let's just hop into it. The, no, uh, no, go tell the story. Tell the story. Okay. So I, I didn't want to like say my actual name on the podcast because I work in an industry and for a company where it's like very like PC and you gotta be not proper, but it, you know, you know what I mean? So, I, they're making like a big marketing push to get followers on uh, Twitter. And I was like, Oh shit. Like if somehow they find yeah, this, so are like, we. <laughs> yeah. Right. So exactly. <laughs> so like if they see me like doing this, that I was stern talking to. So I was going to switch my name to Murphy, my favorite bar in Chicago. It's called Murphy's bleachers, but uh, we're just the one right because... across the street from the stadium. Exactly. What it was on bar rescue. Wasn't it? Oh, dude, I don't even know. It's an Iowa State bar, so that's why we all go there for, like, games and shit. Oh, it, in Chicago? Yeah, it's an Iowa State bar is it, is it right across from Wrigley, though? Literally right – yeah, you can, like, touch the stadium. Yeah, and it's just, like, a little – like, you walk down a couple steps or something, or no? Uh, There are, like, steps, but, like, to get in, it's, like, on the same, like, crowd Oh, level. okay. Yeah, dude, I'm pretty sure they were on Bar Rescue, like, way fucking years ago. I mean – Holy shit. I did not know that. Ta- but, I mean, oh yeah. Taffer ripped him an asshole, but anyway, sorry, go ahead with your story. No, just so I concluded, I was going to switch the name just so like they couldn't find me, but I blocked him on Twitter. <laughs> Long story short. So <laughs> don't, don't, don't worry about that anymore, but yeah, let's talk wings. Uh, take it away. What do you got for us right away? Oh, uh, like, I just think it's fitting Larkin, you know, getting, uh, already had a year under his belt, but, uh, you know, they are no fans. So they didn't do a big thing for him last year. They got all the all the living captains at the arena, and I mean, fuck. And I knew it. I was like, when uh, Mickey Redmond was talking, I was like, come on. Like, Hank and Nick couldn't have fucking been here. Like, they're both in yep. the same country. They couldn't have just got a fucking PJ and came to fucking Detroit. <laughs> like, they probably, they probably left, like, Sweden last night or something and got in Detroit, like, this afternoon. Seriously. But I you guarantee yeah. they took a PJ. They got to have $100 million between the two of them. Probably fucking... 50 grand to fucking fly from Sweden to, uh, and I mean, fuck it. You're on your own jet. But I thought, yeah, there's no way like they couldn't have been here. Come on. And I thought Hank, who I thought still lived in the Detroit area, but maybe not since he's retired back back in Sweden. But, um, yeah. And then Mickey's like, we're not done. And I was like, I knew it. And I'm like, and they're not just going to be on the fucking scoreboard. They're going to be there. And then, and then the fuck, like I texted you. I was like, yeah, Nick and Hank. Yeah. 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 And I'm such a fucking idiot. I didn't even think about Lids. I was just thinking about uh, Zetterberg. I'm like, why the fuck isn't he here? Like, <laughs> he doesn't have any bad ties with the team. And then, yeah, cool. They both popped out. 
No, um, I I think Zetterberg works for the team in some kind of a capacity. I just looked at the org chart. I totally forget if he did or not. But I mean, either but, way, oh, he might guys. be somebody that's like off it because I don't think Lindstrom shows up on the organization chart, does he? No, I don't think he has any like association anymore. Uh, yeah, he's still some kind of a scout or something. In, like, in Europe or something? Yeah, it's, but I mean, um, you know, I, I but maybe he just, maybe he's not. Maybe I just made that whole fucking thing up. And maybe like Iserman and him are obviously so close that he, that's why they sent Cider over there last year. Yeah, because like what you're talking about that Cider and Linser like had, um, you know, like talks or whatever. He saw him play at least, so. I, I'm sense. I'm pretty sure Lidstrom owns Rogel that Cider played for. Oh, he owns Rogel, or like maybe a part owner or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure that's why it was uh, that's why it was there that Eisman sent him because he had to talk with Lidstrom and uh, was like, yeah, no, we don't want to play. We're like that's why they they took him from Germany from his from the team they drafted yeah. him from and sent him over so that he could be on the ice fucking you know a couple times a week with Nick. Fucking that that won't hurt. Oh yeah. Um, I also want to like, speaking of the whole intro thing, dude, that fucking stadium, when it actually sells out, that place is going to be fucking bumping. Oh yeah. It's a sick stadium. I've never been there, but, um, have you, but you've been there, right? Oh yeah. It's fucking gorgeous. The only thing yeah, that but... pissed me off is you can't fucking go outside and have a smoke. <laughs> because like a whole like concourse thing, like out, going outside basically. Yeah. Well, you can't come back in. Like. Give me a fucking break. Rope off a smoke oh, injection. Yeah. It's 2021. I need some fucking nicotine when I'm drinking. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, yeah, let's get to the – anything else before we get to the game? Uh, I mean, I, just, uh, all kinds of stuff. But, I mean, you know, we'd talk about the game, talk about this. Like, I mean, the game, you know, might as well talk about our thoughts on the game because, you know, there's only so many we could have. Um, that Delkovich has been, like – and it, it not – Big, big saves, but um, pucks that are, like, close to the net, and there's six guys, and Tampa gets a shot off, and Ned is somehow, like, it's hitting the center of his pad. It's hitting he's a his spider chest. monkey, bro. Yeah, like, he's just – and, like, I'm saying, like, they're not, like, dangerous shots, but, you know, when they're in close and the puck's bouncing around, but it's always just seems like they pull it up, and it's right in the middle of his chest. He's not, like, fucking flinching his arm to, to try to grab it. Like, Dude, the guy like is in position all the time. I love it. You know who reminds me of a lot? And this might be a dumb take, but I just see like how, the way he plays the puck reminds me of Mike Smith to a fucking T. Oh, yeah. He's a I sketch love ball when he plays Smith. the puck. You know what? I, I was watching the Oilers game last night, and I, uh, and I thought I wanted to ask you who you think has the best helmet in the NHL, the best goalie mask. Oh, oh right now I honestly could not tell you. Yeah, go... I guess I don't know too many of them. So go ahead, though. No, I was going to say for like Cujo. Like, biased oh, as a – Oh, I meant like currently. But, yeah, um, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I honestly don't know. I love Mike Smith's the way it looks like he's uh, wearing like an Osgood style helmet. Let me look up. I know like Big Bob always had a good one. Um, uh, yeah, Mike Smith had this this one in Calgary too. It was just a different color. Okay, got it. Yeah, Big Bob's. Oh, I, I miss Hanks too with the Statue of Liberty on the back and shit. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's dirty. Um, yeah, yeah, Smith so- with the, where it looks like he's wearing a mask. Like an old school mask. Hold That's, on, let me look it up. Have you seen it? Oh, oh yeah, it's fucking. It's just incredible. If you get the right picture, it looks like he's wearing it. That's how well it's fucking painted, and you can see ears on the side. Oh yeah, yeah, I do remember that one. Yep. Yeah, yeah. 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 
and he had the same one in Calgary. And I thought he had a different one last year in Edmonton, but I was watching the game last night and he was wearing it. I was like, yes, he's got an Edmonton one now. I, I mean, maybe he's had it, but I thought he had just one with the, both Oilers on the, like two Oilers logos on the side. Yeah. Right. Um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah. So another thing that was just sick and I actually like legitimately got chills. was when they called Lucas Raymond's name. Like, <laughs> it just felt like I keep saying, but the future's here, you know, like this is like the first step in the quote unquote right direction. Yeah. To have that guy on the ice. Oh my God. I thought, first of all, I wanted to say that whoever put that shit together should be fired. Why, yeah, why good. they're not even on that little eight foot red carpet and their names already been called. They should be skating onto the ice as you know, it's Dylan Larkin, not fucking Dylan Larkin. And then you're sitting there yeah. waiting for him to come out. But Cider had to stop twice. He was so fucking excited to get out there because he was like running and then it looked like somebody yelled at him. And then he kind of, because <laughs> he kind of just halted to a stop. And because they had to say, you know, his first game is a Red Wing, his first game in the NHL. So it's a little lighter right. than Ward Cider. And, and then he stopped on the carpet and like kind of slowed down. Yeah. Uh, do you remember a couple of years? I think it was like 20. 19 like the or the COVID year yeah so 2019 going to 2020 it was the uh rangers game at home their home opener and zabinajad tripped over the the uh camera cord yeah oh my god at least we didn't have that no i was gonna say i didn't want to be a hater and i want to break that up but a lot of teams nowadays especially like vegas take them for example they have such a fucking sick like pre-game intro like oh yeah done something like that a fucking vegas show Right, but even, like, other teams that I watched, like, last night, they had, like, similar things that was just, like, holy shit, this is awesome. But, like, Detroit was, like, fine, not going to. Yeah, but you know what? I've been to home openers in Detroit where they have unreal shit going on that you probably don't just – you don't just see it on the TV, you know? Yeah, that's fair. Like, they have this huge – like, you know, when they do the video things, like, the whole fucking ice is, like, the TV, like, the screen? Yeah, right. They do wild shit like that at the home opener and stuff. And, yeah. and, you know, yeah, they'll have a lot of shit going on. But, yeah, I don't think you see most of it on TV. Look at Ned. Oh, my God. This guy's just fucking flipping his hair, curling it behind his ears. The guy's a fucking stud. He's a beauty, dude. What is he, like, tw- how old is Ned? Like, 23? 23 or 24, yeah. Um, And I thought he was from some weird country. But uh, no offense to people of different countries. I don't mean weird countries. The sweet old um, US of A, baby. But, yeah, he's from Ohio. And I'm like, well, is this guy on the U.S. Olympic team? He's got he's – look, get, he gets looked at, obviously. I I don't know who's the backup for Howland Buck for the U.S. Okay, team, but... so here's the crazy thing. Remember uh, we were talking a couple days ago and you sent me that list of, like, the, the betting for the uh, Calder Trophy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I was like, why is Ned still on there? Yeah. So you own you have to play twenty five plus games in your rookie to to not be a rookie. Ned only played twenty three games last year. He's still eligible to be rookie of the year. Yeah, I didn't know what the number or the cutoff was. Whatever it is. Okay, twenty five. Here's games what I it. find crazy. What if he would have won last year? Could he have oh, won it again? A double Calder. Could you? Can you win rookie of the year twice? I mean. He was up for it, and he's still a rookie. This, I, you couldn't. It's just that it wouldn't happen because a guy won't ever in an eighty-two game season be looked at for rookie of the year when he only plays twenty games. But well, in, in a fifty-six was, games, yeah. But in a fifty-six game season, he played half the season. Half the season, yeah, that's true. Can you imagine though? Like, if you can play less than twenty-five games, 
even be in the like conversation for it is like impressive as fuck. I guess like we we're playing on half a half a year last year, but yeah, still, like, that's fucking. To, to me, that's just crazy that he could have won Rookie of the Year and then won it again. I wonder if that's ever happened. Like, well, he, no, he there's a... no way it's ever happened. But but could it happen, or would they be like, oh no, you won it, so you're not a rookie now? Yeah, you know what I, I mean. Yeah, probably, because that probably graduates you. Now I do know that Ken Dryden and um, Patrick Waugh are the only two players to win the Stanley Cup before they won Rookie of the Year. Oh, that's crazy! And that's both goaltenders because Dryden didn't play for Montreal all season, and he got called up in the playoffs, and he took Montreal to the Cup, and he got Conn Smythe Trophy and Stanley Cup, and then the next year was Rookie of the Year. And Patrick Waugh, the same thing in 86. He didn't play for the Habs. And then he got called up in the playoffs. And he won the Stanley Cup and Consmite Trophy. And then he won Rookie of the Year. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking nuts. Hey, hey, where the fuck's Carly at? Oh, I don't know. I don't want to say anything yet. bad about her, but I wish she was right here with me. She's a great hey, journalist. Hey, we got Manom Riom now. The Canadian. First woman to ever play in the – First yeah. only woman to ever play in the National Hockey League for the Tampa Bay Lightning. She- that's right. She was on um was she on Chicklets? She like last summer. Been? She was on some hockey podcast. Oh yeah, probably. She, she's awesome. Probably Chicklets. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Fucking she, like and think about that was like back in like 93. Like that's a mm-hmm. long time ago to still be the only I mean especially it was a in this game and shit but yeah, dude, especially in the old, like, fucking boys club at the end of the Yeah, like, but, that's well, crazy. that's the only reason, like, nothing taking away from her, but that, the reason, because she's a goaltender, like, they weren't allowing Haley Wickenheiser, like, who could have played in the True. NHL, to go out there and Cammy Granado because they would have got fucking steamrolled by Shanahan or something, and they fucking would have died. Speaking of steamroll, uh, Philip Heronic was very feisty in the first period. I loved it, especially in the net front. He pushed yeah. away Matt Joseph and made, kind of made him look like a little bitch, which is, like, awesome to see because you don't really see that from Heronic very much. Yeah. No, I think he's uh, – you know, he's still young, too, and he's it's only, what, his third year in the league, so he's still finding his uh, his game and, and, you know, developing, changing. Yeah. Um, Hold on one game, second. Oh, yeah, sure. I'll just talk to myself for a second here. Holy shit, Lucas Raymond. I'm talking to myself, so so if you come back while well, I'm just like spewing. Hey, sorry about that. No, you're good. Uh, did you wait, hear me yelling? Now? No, I did not. Okay, okay. Uh, it's four on four. Oh wait, why is it four on four? Did I miss something? Oh uh, yeah, they got uh, penalties at the end of the period. Oh, see, I was already outside. Oh my that. god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Yes. Oh, I thought that was enough. Another number 50. I was like, what the fuck just happened? Nice, Bert. Attaboy. Bertuzzi, too. Fucking need that. Look at what a fucking dangle, too, eh? The re- Yeah, that, that was really sexy. The reason I react like that, I thought it was 53, not 59. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of, like, like crazy fucking plays, that Raymond pass, I was hard. Uh, Ernie's oh. got to bury that. Yeah, well, you know. At least get it on net. At least get it on net. But we talked about this before. Like he, that guy has gotten so much better in the last like two and a half years. It's fucking nuts. Oh yeah. All uh, right. So so Brady Kachuk signed. How about we talk about that for a minute? Brady Kachuk. Yeah. Said he, there was the rumor that he didn't want to sign long term, 
and then he ends up at seven years and uh, $8.2 million, which I see trolls online have been, oh, my God, what an overpay. And That's it's stupid. not an overpay. People, oh, one comment I saw, $8 million for 45 points. You don't just pay for goals and assists. Was that coming from Red Wings fans or was that coming from just like hockey fans? I had no idea who it came from. I just saw the comment online and I oh. was like, what? I was like, what do you like? You don't just pay for points, man. You pay for the leadership. That guy is the heart and soul of that team. I guarantee you, DJ Smith said seven to 10 days he'll be in the lineup. He probably might have the C on his jersey. He might. But they might hold off because he held out. Who knows? They might, you know, uh, just yeah. kind of. I was going to say the same thing. He's basically a better version of Bertuzzi. So if Red Wings fans were criticizing that contract, they're idiots. Oh, yeah. But Anybody also, criticizing that fucking contract, stupid. Yeah, that gets a stud. Um, I was going to bring this up, too. Do you think Red Wings Twitter is, like, pretty – like, what, what do you think of Red Wings Twitter? I don't know. I'm not really on Twitter enough. Oh, okay. See, like, I, I watch – I'm pretty in tune with, like, a lot of fan bases on Twitter. I think our group is like smaller, but more intelligent. Cause like, if you go to, if you venture, find your way into like Canadian teams, Twitters, it's a fucking shit show. You know what the problem is? And I don't want to stick up for, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I mean, you know, I'm Canadian. I don't want to stick right. up for that. Not that I don't want to stick up for the Canadian teams. I'll never stick up for the fucking Toronto Maple Leafs in my life. But I will say they have good players. I like some of their players, but I hate the fucking I hate them because they're a part of that organization. They play for the fucking blue and white. But anyways, mm-hmm. a lot, a lot of the people online that you see comments and shit that are Canadian hockey fans, it's gotta be because there's so many fans. And yeah. um like I grew up, you know, playing hockey and a lot of my friends, all my friends played hockey, you know, we played high levels of hockey and we know the game. And, um, I don't, I don't know anybody that talks about like none of my friends, none of the people I know talk that stupid about any of their teams, about any sport. And I just got to think that it's all the idiots that are online and the real fans the that are smart just stay away. Yeah. The, the yeah. idiots are the loud fucking jackasses. Yeah. So I compare like Montreal and Toronto to like the Yankees Twitter where it's just like endlessly screaming into the void and like always trying to pick fights. Like that's what I've got from them. But yeah, I'm sure you're right though. Like those fans are definitely smarter than like a high majority of uh, American hockey teams for sure. Also Raymond and Mo on the ice at the same time. Oh my God. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, so Kachuk sign, that's taken care of. Oh, and then the Pollock signing. Yeah. They Monster. now have their their top two defensemen, Pollock and Pellish, their top pairing. Pellish is on the first year of an eight-year contract. Yep. And Pollock has, still has one year left on his current contract, so they have him for nine years. They have their top pairing defense locked up for eight years for under $12 million. Dude, yeah, New York's a factory. With, Fucking uh, Lou Lamorello, good for yeah, you. Lou. Good for Islanders fans. I, I, you know, I got nothing against the Islanders. If they, if they won the Stanley Cup, uh, you know, there's teams that I'd hate for it to happen worse. But uh, you know, I, I like the Islanders. Yeah. Small, I just wish they'd bring back their fisherman jersey. Those get hated on so much. I like them though. I think I don't even think the hate is. Have you ever met an, a non-Islanders fan that has hated it? 
See, um, I, I think the hate comes from Islanders fans hating that it was uh, – I can't even think of his name now – that bought the team and he didn't even have any fucking yeah. money and he joked he the whole league money. out of it. I think, I think they hate him so much that they just hate his idea. So they hate on that jersey because it was his rebranding of the, of the fucking franchise. Joe Spano. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's because I'll, anybody I know that isn't an Islanders fan are like, yeah, man, those jerseys were sweet. They Better than cool. the, just the basic NY. Every fucking New York team. NY. NY. Like, I got no problem with the Islanders logo, but f- they, they, like, what did they do on the reverse retro jersey? They tinted the blue a little darker, Tough and it was the Detroit. same fucking uniform. Dude, I wish Detroit would have gone but, with um, the fucking purple octopus for the uh, the retro. You know, everybody hates on Detroit's too. I didn't have a problem with it. I kind of liked I, it. I, we can't I even kinda... say that, dude. We can't even say that. And if anyone's listening, they're just like turning the podcast off immediately. <laughs> But I agree. Well, though. fuck you. Bad. Suck it. I fucking like the fucking jersey. They're clean. I like the all white. Like all white. I wish they did something. I mean, you know what? Right? They've they've only ever had one fucking jersey. So what were they gonna do? They weren't gonna go crazy because they're purple the Red bus. Wings. Yeah, for blocked bus on a red sweater, baby. Exactly. It would never happen, but like we can dream. Yep. Okay. Shout out Riley Shahan last night playing for the Seattle Kraken. Mm-hmm. Um, now makes a Detroit Red Wing um, alumni, or sorry, uh, a Grand Rapid Griffin alumni that has played on every on all thirty teams in the National Hockey League. Not not him specifically, but Grand Rapid alumni uh, have oh, got played it. on every team. Shahan okay. hasn't played on thirty two teams. Not not yet. He's only at like twenty eight, I think. Right. Yeah, it's getting close though, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, speaking of uh, Kraken, Cholowski, I'll put on waivers. He is now a what? Play- Washington what Capital. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, uh, good for Dennis Cholowski, I think. Uh, I always like Cholowski. No um, he was our uh, – so that was our, our expansion draft casualty, and so Seattle has nothing from us. <laughs> Suck it. Eisenman fucking wins again. And good for Cholowski. Um, I think in Washington – it's, uh, you know, they're a more put-together team, obviously, than Seattle is. Seattle's new with a lot of young guys, and I think it'll be good for Chalowski. Seattle's still trying to see what they're doing. Washington grabbed Chalowski because they know where he goes into their lineup, and I bet he's in the he's in the lineup. Yeah, he will be. If not, he'll be, like, the first guy uh, scratched, and he'll play. Um, yeah. With in- inevitable injuries. Yeah, um, yeah, he'll be their seventh defenseman or whatever. Yeah, uh, Svechnikov got picked up by the Jets. So Svechnikov cool to, to Winnipeg, yes. One-year yeah. deal, good for Svech. Uh, I, I always like him. him. Uh, I always, yeah, you know what? I watched a bit of the game last night. He was playing good. He had uh, he wasn't allowed to travel with the team he's a good to Anaheim. Player. Yeah, he wasn't allowed to travel with the team to Anaheim because he didn't have an NHL contract. So he signed yesterday morning, and he, took a, and he had to get on a plane and go to Anaheim. And, uh, you know, he got there, and he was in the lineup, and he played well. I think he was playing on their second or third line. Probably sat in coach or something on that flight. Yeah, yeah, probably. Um, uh, he's probably, he's the- got enough money. He took a fucking PJ. Fucking 15th out. Here you go. True. 
the other signing that I kind of was hoping that we get, but like there's no way he's going to make it this far, was uh, Barabale. He got picked up by the Kraken. So yeah. that that means that we are second on the waiver wire now, right? Uh, yeah, I can't really remember how. It's just the draft order. Yeah. So Kraken and then uh, Anaheim's next, and then New Jersey, and then us. So I guess we're third. Uh, is it the draft order or is it the standings? Because I know later in the season it's the standings, but at the beginning of the season, yeah, it must work as the draft order before the season starts. Uh, I listened to uh, Friedman's podcast. What's that shit called? Thirty Two Thoughts. And he yeah. was, yeah, it's by draft order for like a certain amount of games or like players picked. Or if it goes through once, I think, and then it probably goes through standings or something like that. Uh, yeah. Okay. I know later in the year it's based on standings. So it might just be for a matter of time until, you know, 25 games or something until everybody's played and, you know, they then they kind of know who's first and who's last and that. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't mean I don't know I don't I don't think Eisman's going to be very waiver active. No, he won't be. We don't we don't need anything. We're carrying eight defensemen that are NHL defensemen. Um, yeah, no, you know I, what I though? I wouldn't be surprised if he does pick someone up. Well, kinda... you know, yeah. If the right guy pops on waivers, then obviously you're going to grab him. But I don't think he's out there just like ah, so and so's on waivers. Hey, oh my god! I thought he here just we go. Scored. Here we go. I Can thought we... that went in the net. Mo, come on. Zadina. Holy shit. Let's go, boys. Oh, puce. And then he gets buried by McDonough. And Vazzy's going to kill somebody, too. Vazzy's a big boy. You don't want to fuck with it. Zadina just Dude. took down Cernak. Sorelli. Yes, he did. They're going. Uh, they run. were going, and then two other guys jumped it. Well, uh, somebody just got buried. Yeah, it was Z. Uh, Heronic and uh, Kaloran at it again. They don't, they don't, they don't like each other. Yeah, because Kaloran's mad that they're numerical counterparts or something. Yeah, Kaloran, exactly. ain't, Kaloran ain't fucking mad about much with his fucking Stanley Cup rings and his fucking house in fucking Davis Island, I'll tell you that. Dude, uh, Mo has that fucking thousand-mile stare. Like, he'll just stare you down. He's going to be scary once he fills his frame out. Dude, he's a German. I'm terrified even knowing about it. Yeah, he's a six, six, six on skates, probably. Oh, I think he's six, six standing. Oh my god! So you six eight and a half on skates? Yeah, no, he's just a big German man. I'm I'm terrified just knowing that he's from Germany. I swear to God. Yeah, Zell Germany. Yeah. Yeah, Germans terrify me, man. And it, <laughs> it's not because of what happened in the long time ago. It's just because they're t- scary people. <laughs> they are. They are. Um, I, I'm trying to watch this and talk about the next thing I want to talk about. But uh, Mason McTavish, Bowen Byram, and then uh, Lapierre scored their first goals last night. Yep, Bowen Byram, what a fucking goal that was. Uh, McTavish, See, you know, what... just in the right place at the right time. Right, yeah, yeah. This is what we're going to have seven years from now when the pipeline's still full. We're going to have a stacked team up front on the actual yep, NHL stacked team. on the back end. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about the – League player of the week, Sebastian Kosa. Attaboy, Kos. Attaboy. Who, uh, he, uh, yeah, he helped the Edmonton Oil Kings earn five of possibly six points on the road. WHL Hold on, time out. player of the week. I don't like this. Blash is just giving it to Mo right now. This can't be good. You're not playing anymore. 
No, if that's nothing like that. You just got to fucking dude. rip into Yeah, I know. But as a coach, you got to rip into fucking guys, man. Especially fucking 18 year old. Uh, I, know, I know. Yeah, I know you don't trust him, but Eisman does. So that's enough for me. Yeah, we'll see how long he trusts him for. Well, no, like I, I he doesn't trust him long. I like I said, I, I believe he's playing out the end of his contract. Like that's it. I there's no way he gets a fucking extension, and Eisman sees him as our coach that's gonna go to the, the you know. No, Jeff Blaschel's not taking a fucking team to the Stanley Cup. I don't care if it's uh, next year or ten years from now. Eisman knows that, and uh, like I don't know. I, I, I don't even get upset, but like you're you got upset about that. Like it's not even something to get upset about. He's the no, coach. I just he's gonna yell at the guys, and and then yeah, the coach is a fucking idiot. Everybody knows. See, that. that's fine if he's a coach of 31 other teams. It's just like the fact that he's talking to a young guy with his history of terrible development as a coach. Like that scares me. Yeah, but I don't think it's he has a bad record of development because I mean he developed guys great in Grand Rapids. Everybody loved co- playing for him. He, he just, came to the he, pros and he can't develop yeah, shit. Okay, yeah, he can't put it together here, but I don't think it's his it's his problem that he hasn't put it together. How is that his problem? Because it's a different league. It's like saying, uh, you know, if I scored 75 goals in the AHL and then I couldn't do it in the NHL, oh! like, would you say, like, oh, I'm a fucking idiot, you can't fucking do it? I mean, you just can't Can you do see it that? at every level. No, you're fucking ahead of me, and now you're pissing me off because you're fucking. You keep oh, 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 and and they're fucking. How far you celebrated right there? Okay. Last time. Bertuzzi again. Yeah, he's got two. How about we give one of those to Raymond? He's got to get on the board here. How about you let Raymond shoot it before you just give him goals? That's a nice pass though on the boards. Lindstrom, yeah. there you go. Lindstrom. Yeah, so it's it. not good to be to be talking when we're or recording when we're watching because yeah, we're. Uh... We're not on on the same pack with each other. I'll wait twelve seconds. I'll do a twelve count and then I'll celebrate. Well, you just don't. Well, I'm fine celebrating, but just every little thing, you're like, oh, ah, oh, ah, dude, I'm fine. I, I know it's you're the first game of the year. Fired up, man. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, but we got more stuff to get to. <laughs> uh, Hank uh, Lundqvist signed as a Madison Square Garden um, studio analyst, so he'll be covering the New York Rangers. So that's perfect awesome. for uh, for Hank. Yep, um, Sidney Crosby was asked if he would play as long as Gordy Howe, and he said, I'm going to give it my best shot. He's going to end up uh, on Colorado. And I really oh, yeah. do think that. Uh, what, what, were you, what were you texting Biz? Fucking Crosby to Colorado. Well, it's not even Biz. Like, he, he was like, he's like the most mainstream guy saying it, but like, there is buzz around that. And uh, I will stick to this take. This is a take that I will die on a hill for is that Pittsburgh is one injury away from being in the mix for Shane Wright. Uh, no, they're not that bad, man. Dude, I think they are that bad. No, you're a liar. You're lying to yourself. I hate them, but I'm being a realist here. Taking a step back. That team's not good. I don't know how they beat Tampa Bay 5-2. to two. Detroit's beating Tampa Bay 3-1. to one. What does that say about Pittsburgh? <laughs> Maybe it says that Tampa Bay's played a lot of fucking hockey in the last two years. Yeah, taking advantage of the rust, that's fair. But I don't know. I'm low on Pittsburgh. I think that that team is held up by fucking peanut butter and band-aids. See, I think you're 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 oh my god. No. They're a fuck they're still a good hockey team. They're definitely a fucking playoff team. And they, they you're could, out of they your could... fucking mind. Wait. Crosby, Malkin. Latang. Not playing. Not playing. I've said enough. 
Okay, yeah, they're not playing. So, so what? You give them one fucking game, and then you and then you shove them down the fucking pisser. That's it. You're done with them after one game. <laughs> Let's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna read the lines out. Um, no, I'm not talking. I don't want to hear what their fucking lines are for tonight's game. I want to tell you <laughs> that in two fucking months, when Crosby's back, and in three months when Malkin's back, and fucking Latang is playing. Latang played the other night. Uh, when those guys are back, man, they're a fucking team. All they need to do is is to make sure Tristan Jari either fucking checked himself and gave him head a, his so. head a shake, or or fucking shook his head and realized that he was a fucking he he had a good fucking season that one time. Um, yeah, that one it, time. What are you, Matt Murray? You like Matt Murray too? Right, Brian Dumoulin, good defenseman. Mm-hmm. John Marino, good defense. What? And now you're gonna talk blow up Matt Matt Murray. Matt Murray went two back to back Stanley fucking Cups. It, and I'm it, not saying he was the whole team, but he was the goalie in net. Don't take sure. anything away from Matt Murray if you're a fucking Chris Osgood fan. But fair. If we're looking at last year, just to be specific, Matt Murray is lucky to have a fucking job. The only reason oh, he, yeah. Fucking right. The only reason he's got one now is because he's in Ottawa. But, he's got a trillion dollars on his contract left. Yeah, true. But but come on, Danton Heinen, Kasperi Kapanen, Sam Lafferty, Brock McGinn, Brian Rust, Jeff fucking Carter. Don't even get me started on my boy Jeff fucking Carter, okay? I love Jeff, Jeff Carter. Jeff Carter is a fucking man. Brian Boyle. Man, they got Boyle. I'm not, Boyle's not going to score probably even 15 points. I but he's Boyle, fucking – he brings it, man. He's got it. He's fucking six foot nine or fucking something. I don't know. He's like Zidane Char out there. And feel good story. Jake cancer. Gunsel. Jake Gunsel's still a fucking great player. Not a great player. He's a very good player. Yeah, he's, he'll be a good. Uh, Jason USA Zucker's player. still a good player. Like they got a good fucking team, man. See, I, I don't know. I don't. They, they seem their like goaltending uh, is where they need fucking help. Yeah, and yeah, brutal. they might not start the season good, and you're gonna blow up on them because they won oh, one yeah. fucking game and they didn't look good. But they don't have the two of the top fucking ten players in the NHL on. They're on their team. They're just not in the lineup right now. See, right now I'm looking at their lineup, and they look like the Boston Bruins, like light. They look like the shitty version of the Boston Bruins. Oh, yeah. See, you're just going to rip them because what their lineups look like tonight. Who gives a fuck what the lineup looks like tonight? You want to you want to talk about lineups tonight? Where the fuck does Jacob Verona fit into the Red Wings? <laughs> that's fair. Okay, you got me. That That's a fair point. And, and you know saying. what? I'm not even trying to hammer you on that. I was actually thinking that earlier. When I was uh, when you had, you had texted me the lineup, I had saw it, but I hadn't really looked at it on uh, yeah. Instagram. And then you said texted it to me, and I'm looking and I'm like, yeah, this all looks good. And then I'm thinking someone's missing. And then I'm like, oh yeah, well, where does Jacob Verona go? You you can't have Bertuzzi, Fabri, Zadina, or Verona playing on the third fucking line. Can I you? would imagine if when Verona comes back. Fabry gets onto the third line, Smith's out, and Mescoff takes a spot on the fourth line. Yeah, I would probably say that's accurate, but I mean, I just think like, oh, really? Is Fabry going to play on the fucking third line? Yeah, like, I mean, honestly, like that's not he, that that's I think Fabry's be. a fucking tremendous player, but uh, that's like, where he should in, be. He in be. Detroit, I think he's a second liner, but now, yeah. I mean, he's Eisenman's built the team well enough that he's no longer in the top six in Detroit. I mean, you know, unless that's, that's a need great be. problem to have. Yeah. I, I mean, right. if you put, him and that's on all a- right right now when he's going to want a pay raise from his fucking almost 3 million, because he, I don't think Fab, I, I don't know if Fabry's on the team next year. 
I would, I would, I would bet he is. I would bet he is. See, but he's going to want Ooh. money. Yeah, true. But how, how much are you going to – his open market cost is what, 4.2 max? That's 3. too much 7. for Detroit to pay him, unless they're getting him for one or two years. Because you – we're going to have to pay Cider, Raymond at the same time. Yep. At that time, we'll also be – are we bringing back Ned? Nope, sorry. Ned's and and Jobo, too. Ned's, Ned's like, a year earlier. More yeah, yeah. V- v- Valeno. No, Valeno is a year earlier too. So Valeno has this year and next year. Then he's an RFA. Where Cider and Raymond have three years, and then they're yeah. When they burn one this year. Wait, a question for you: Does Jovo burn a year of his ELC if he plays in the minors the entire year, or only plays nine games this year in uh, the NHL? Yeah, Valeno's contract's already rolling. It's already ticking. What? Yes. Once you. Uh, once you burn the first year, there's no like, oh, you can't burn the second year. The contract ticks. There's you no taxi bur- backsies, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like it, they they burned one of like one of Valeno's uh, didn't burn. I uh, two of Ciders didn't burn, but yes, oh. now that now, uh, yeah, now it's watch your going. screen. Watch your screen. I love that. What, Larkin getting buried? Oh, yes, Dylan! No, someone else got buried, too. Someone's really buried. Okay, hold on. Joseph is, is just fucked. Larkin just yeah. fucking dared to party him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, this isn't good, though. This is going to be a... So what do you mean somebody else is buried? Matt, Matt Joseph, like that that first oh. shot where they showed like his ass, he he looked like he was in trouble. Oh yeah, now it looks like Larson's really hurt or Larkin. That's what I was gonna hurt. say. Yeah, that's the bad part. I'm gonna pause. How my... the, what the fuck happened to him though? I think just from that initial hit against the boards. Well, he got up and gave it everything he had. Holy shit, he was running yeah, on adrenaline there. Yeah, it looks like pumping. it's his neck. I think he's fine. I would. Yeah, he's I... probably shaken up. Might have had the wind knocked out of him. Is Joseph gonna get a penalty for that too? Look at uh, what a fucking sportsmanship by Hedman. You see Hedman just kind of tap Larkin on the shoulder like, hey, sorry, bud. You know, Joseph's gone. Joseph's getting kicked. Yeah, he's gone. Larkin threw a punch there right at the end. He wanted to go. Oh, he's yeah. Larkin anyway. just – that's a that's a bad hit. You can't make that hit. You're looking at his numbers. Yeah, terrible hit. You see Bert drag down Joseph too while they were uh, – or whoever that was. I didn't see the number. Ruda. Jan Ruda. Yeah. Uh, Bert, like, helped Larkin drag him down. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Larkin needed it with the adrenaline firing, but true. Yeah, um, what, what's your commercial at right now? Like, are you just getting into it? Yeah, uh, yeah, probably about five seconds ago. First okay, commercial well, just ended, so it must be more than five seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what else we got on the docket here? Uh, uh, Nick Letty. First of all, great, love him. Like yeah. I told you, I've loved him all the time. What this guy could get as a rental player at a fucking trade deadline. You know, teams, if he's healthy and he's having a good season, teams are going to be calling about Nick Letty and Eiserman will be able mm-hmm. to fetch fucking good, not top dollar, but top dollar for a player like Nick Letty, probably more than what a Nick Letty would be worth. See, I don't think that a first round is crazy if he plays. I mean, obviously a very short sample size, but he looks good tonight. 
place anything but, like yeah, that. But yeah, it would be it would be uh well, I mean, uh, short sample size, but you know, he's been in the league for 10, 12 years or whatever it is. So But he's humming now. Yeah, but um yeah, um yeah, uh a late first rounder like cuz he'd go to a team as a rental. So yeah, you know, somewhere somewhere like if you're get you're not going to get, you know, a fucking second overall pick for him but yeah, from yeah. A, you know tampa getting him or something and giving you the 30th overall pick hey okay what if lou calls for him he goes back to the island oh fuck that'd be pretty funny give us more than what we fucking gave you for him <laughs> yeah true oh my god actually that, they took a... richard panic from us fucking so thank you yeah, uh, nothing against pick, richard right? panic because uh he played here for the windsor spitfires and i like richard panic and i saw him yeah, play a lot because no i had season tickets to the lightnings but uh Oh, Larkin cold cocked him. Oh, he sure fucking did, man. Oh, I did not see that. Larkin might be gone for the game. Oh, for the game. Darren McCarty's got to be riled up right now. Oh, dude, you know he's fired up right now. Got a huge shot in right now. Joseph was looking at him. It wasn't a cheap shot. Joseph was looking at him and chirping something, and Larkin just was winding up. Joseph saw the fist coming. And then look at they, that, they start going right here. Here's Hedman to be like, hey, you know. Respect. Dude, that fucking back end for Tampa Bay is massive with Hedman, Suster, and uh Circachev wow. now. Jesus. Some Christ. somebody's hurt, and that's why Suster's in the lineup. Suster, uh, not a bad player, played for the Lightning before. Uh and right. I was talking to my my talk to my dad, who's a Lightning fan, and uh I was like, Oh, Bolt's got Suster back, and he was like, Yeah, I'm not sure what that fucking was about. <laughs> he was he was in he was in Mongolia last year. Yeah, he looks like he should be still in Mongolia. My dad and my stepmom actually have a picture with him at like a signing for season ticket holders or some shit. And uh, uh, my my dad my dad's like up to his elbow or something. Like, oh yeah, I bet Shusha's got to be like as tall as mom, maybe not, maybe bigger. Yeah, Suster is a big boy. Oh, uh, they're showing that Larkin hit from last year against Dallas. Yikes! Suster's six seven. Christ, that's a big boy. How about um, Mitch Marner got hurt at practice today? Did he, I didn't see that. I, um, so busy I like Mitch today. Marner, so I don't. Uh, I didn't want to sound excited when I said that. Wayne Simmons tripped him, and he went into the boards awkwardly, and he oh. had to get taken off the ice. No way! Is there any news on it yet? Damn, he's my age. That's crazy. Um, Landis Cog suspension. Did you see his hit last night on Kirby? Yeah, Hawk? yeah. You yep, think he gets suspended? Bad. He probably should. How, how long? Honestly, probably like two games, maybe. Yeah, maybe he gets one a game. max three. Yeah, he gets a max three. Um, people go, oh, Landis Cog's a repeat offender. How'd this guy even become a captain? He's not a good um, player at all. No, how do you become a captain? Well, you anybody that thinks that is fucking get their brains brains blown out. Well, I'll get uh, when I get my buddy Ryan Wilson on here. He'll tell you fucking how he played with Landis Cog in Colorado. You know, he'll tell he'll tell everybody how good fucking Gabriel Landis Cog is. Yeah. People that have like played with Landis Cog like in juniors or whatever always say he's the best player they've ever played with. That yeah, that's what my buddy told me. And I said, But dude, you like you've been on the Colorado Avalanche for five for like two years now. You played with Stamkos and juniors and and he said, dude, Landis Cog's the best player I've ever been on the ice with. And I just said Yeah, it wow. doesn't surprise me. I've heard that so much. Crazy though, because Max on the same team he is, and I'm surprised people aren't saying that about him. I'm sure they do, but yeah, but yeah. it's different. McKinnon's not just the best hockey player. McKinnon has everything off the ice also. Or not McKinnon, True. sorry, Landis Cog. And, I, you know, I don't know either of them, so I don't want to say maybe McKinnon doesn't. 
but from what I know of Landis Cog, uh, I have met him. Um, he, yeah, I think he just has it all on and off the ice. He's just, he's like uh, Nick Lidstrom, like the perfect human. The perfect human. Yeah, exactly. That's cool. They, apparently they just fucking have a perfect human factory in fucking Sweden where they send these fucking guys from. When, uh, when I texted you saying Cumper, uh, broke his helmet or something in Colorado and had to wear his coyotes mask. I told you I had a good story to tell you. And then I sent you the picture of the program from the Detroit Vipers. I don't even know if you were, knew who the fucking Detroit Vipers are. Uh, I mean, like, I've seen that before. I don't know what the fuck, like, they were or are. They were uh, in the IHL, the International Hockey League. Uh, oh, okay. Quick quick lesson for you and younger, younger listeners. Um, the IHL consisted uh, – um, the, the remaining teams that were in the IHL, the IHL merged with the AHL. So some teams went to the AHL. Some teams are now what is the ECHL, like the Orlando Solar yeah. Bears, um, Cincinnati Cyclones, Fort Wayne Comets. Uh, they used to be called the Michigan oh. K-Wings, but they're now the Kalamazoo Wings. Tyler Bertuzzi hat trick. Yep. And also the Manitoba Moose and Chicago Wolves, who are in Milwaukee Admirals, yeah. Grand Rapids Griffins, who are AHL teams. Um, so that was the IHL. When they merged with the AHL, the Vipers became defunct. The Red Wings took Grand Rapids on as the farm team instead of the Vipers. Oh, that makes me mad. Not that they even were the Red Wings farm team, but um, anyways. They played at the Palace of Auburn Hills where the Pistons played. So the story I had was this is back in 1997. Bertuzzi just getting the fucking hats. I love it. Attaboy. What a Attaboy. fucking kid. He's not going to get vaccinated. I don't care if he gets vaccinated or not, if he scores a fucking hat trick every fucking is this, Wait, is this the point for Raymond? No. Yep. Secondary assist. Yep. Raymond's got his first point. Let's go. That's a gold star. Oh, you and your gold stars. You better hope nobody gets fucking gold stars this season. I mean, we want well, we, we want Oh, you stars. don't you don't want gold stars because your whole theory is Shane Wright, yeah. Shane Wright. So if guys are doing good, the the team's doing good. You want an 0 and 82 fucking season and you want to give everybody a fucking gold star every time they fucking cough the puck up into and it counts for a fucking goal against. <laughs> That's what you fucking want. No, I, see, I found a fucking my, flaw in your little master plan with your fucking teaching board. Made me feel like I was in the fucking fourth grade when I was watching that video. So the flaw in your flaw is that I'm, like I said in the beginning, this has been a fucking landslide of shit down our throats for like three to four years, maybe five years, depending on you look at it. This is going to be our year that like things are turning up. Not, not in the wins column, but in individual columns. You Listen, I mean? so, but but the flaw is you don't want the team to do good, which I want is them fine. To do I, very well, no, but you don't because you want them to get Shane right. So that's your flaw. Do now you here's mine: is right? I do Are believe you, you don't want them to get Shane right. No, I do, but I'm not saying I want the team to be amazing and then I want them to get the first overall pick. Those don't go hand in hand. <laughs> no, that's not. Here's what I'm the saying. thing: I, want... I well, it is what you're saying. It's absolutely no. what you're saying. Now, here, hold on a second because I'm going to tell you the real facts. Detroit has had such a shit run of fucking luck with the lottery. This is going to be the year that we turn it around and Shane Wright will be the guy to put hockey town. That's what I've been saying. That But you're saying you want the team to do good. I want them to fucking lose 82 games. I just said I want. Yeah, I agree. If I could take an 082, well, I wouldn't take 082. If I could have 
a bottom five team, I would take it, as long as the guys who we're going to need in the future or guys who are going to share the deadline play well. Lucas Ramos, Tyler Bertuzzi, Fabry, Larkin, Moe, uh, Netty. But no, you like, don't oh, want them to play that well because the, the team would do well. I don't think those guys are enough to prop up. Well, they're not the, enough, but if they do well, the team could do well. Okay, so okay. I'm looking – okay, listen. We're going to yeah, cut this off because this has gone too far. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, oh, but, okay, before I even get to the story about the Vipers game, I'm looking through this program from 1997, and it's um, upcoming events at the Palace of Auburn Hills. Yep. Chicago and the Beach Boys together. What Tickets, $15.25. See, that's crazy because – Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw. Saturday, October 25th, 1997 at 8 p.m. Tickets, $5.50 fucking cents for Tim McGraw. Was he like an opener? No, he's a headliner. That's fucked. The bad part is, too, in 97, the Pistons were a really, really good team. No, not in 97. They weren't that good. 97, didn't they? Weren't they competing with the Bulls in the East Conference Championship? Oh, I don't know. Maybe, but I, I don't know. But, but I mean, that would, that has nothing to do with it. I'm just saying Tim McGraw was only getting five bucks a head. You sure, know, now sorry, he's getting yeah, like yeah. 500. Right, right. Go ahead. Sorry. Cut you off. So, so yeah. So anyways, that's, that's done. So, so to, to go into the story I had about the broken mask, uh, my dad and uh, my best friend, Colin, who I grew up with um, his dad, our dads used to take us to Vipers games. Like the four of us would go and our dads would be so shit boxed. Fuck, I don't know why. I like my. I was talking with it about my uh, talking about it with my buddy Colin, and he was like, "Man, he's like, when we were like eleven, our dad should have had us driving home from fucking Ann Arbor, like, or not Ann Arbor, <laughs> uh, Auburn Hills." Auburn I'm Hills, like, yeah. "Yeah, like they were pretty shit boxed." <laughs> but awesome. um, so so yeah, they take us to this Vipers game, and um, there's a goalie in net, and you know, we're I'm like ten years old, so I you know I don't really know that much about like players and stuff. Like, you know, who's good, especially minor league players, obviously. But um, yeah. there is, I'll give you a little hint. There was a uh, a colored goaltender for the Detroit Vipers who took a slap shot that went through the, the, the puck, made like a puck uh, imprint in the wiring of his cage and went right through the wiring and cut his eye open. So he okay. left the game. He left the game. To be replaced by Johan Hedberg, the backup goalie at the time for the Detroit Vipers. You remember Johan Hedberg? Nope. Oh my god! What do you think? Do you think I would? Well, he played a long time in the NHL. Okay, go ahead. I'm gonna look. Um. So. Uh, and then that was, I think, like the first or second period. Starting the next period, they they announced that this goalie tender's coming back in. He's got 20 stitches in his eyes. Oh, like over around his eye and he comes back in and he's got a Florida Panthers helmet on. That man is Kevin Weeks. Oh, Weeksy. was the goaltender of the Detroit Vipers. And I'm looking oh. through this, this program, man, Johan Hedberg, Kevin Weeks, Sergey Samsonov. Okay. I don't know that name. You know, Sergey Samsonov played for the Browns. Yep. Yeah. So I'm not even going to say these names because you're not, well, I mean, those are the pretty much the big ones, but. Oh, geez. Stan Coast just had a fucking snipe. Yeah, he sure did, eh? Little one oh, teeth. That's a 
world-class player. Yeah, so, so that was my story. Kevin Weeks, back back before he ever played in the National Hockey League. Is Kevin Weeks – he's on TNT, right? Uh, yep. I love Kevin Weeks. He's also, like, the yeah. head of the NHL network, I think. He, Yeah, he's, he's – Like, not ahead of the NHL network, but he's, like, the top dog over there. Yeah, what did you think about the broadcast last night? Oh, I love it. Love it. They already yeah. – Blew ESPN out of the water. ESPN, suck it, because you've been boring fucking since the beginning of time. Where, oh, I, uh, the Red Wings and the Lightning did battle tonight. Uh, the final score at Little Caesars Arena was 5-2. to two. Uh, Dylan Larkin made a dirty play on, uh, you know, this uh, Matthew Joseph guy. No fucking ESPN, way. man. TNT, uh, like TSN in Canada, they, you know, they have some fun. Obviously not with something like that, but, you know, they're upbeat and they're positive. They're not just, hey, the final score in Detroit was 5-2. Uh, Lightning, right, Stanley Cup right. champions lost. The TNT already fucking blew you out of the water. They blew you out of the water on day one when they signed Wayne Gretzky. Then they blew them out a month later when they announced that they signed fucking Biz. And they blew them out last night when they had fucking Barkley taking shots from Wayne Gretzky. That was electric. Dude, I... I you I you mean, cut out for a minute. Oh, am I back? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just you, when when you said... When when I finished talking, you said whatever. I heard one word, and then it just went blank. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, we talked about this last podcast where NHL is typically terrible with marketing. Like, the fact that you have the old generation ties to Gretzky and you know, that side, and then you have the new generation that knows biz really well. Like, that's a yes. great fucking that, and stuff, the so. And the complete, they're complete polar opposites. You have the best player that's ever played the game, the most yeah. um, uh, relaxed, calm, uh, hidden family man against biz, Slammer. who's just out talking about fucking fucking your mom and fucking your neighbor's sister and then fucking yeah. the mom and the sister at the same time and then going <laughs> back to a fucking hotel and fucking getting fucking blown off by six girls i don't know like yeah and and they they put it together and they're great i thought one of the funniest was uh when they were they were talking to ovechkin after the game i don't know if you saw that no i turned it off immediately so well, okay so they got ovechkin for the interview and uh hey hey alex it's it's wayne gretzky here Cove, you just smiled like, yeah, I know who's talking. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's, that's why I love uh, Wayno so much. He's such a humble, like, yeah, I don't oh, want to yeah. be in the spotlight, dude. And also, Stamkos is just tearing us apart right now. Yeah, but Bertuzzi tore them apart too. So, true. Yeah, we got <laughs> at least Stamkos is a superstar. I mean, not that Bertuzzi's not a superstar, but he's not on Stammer's level. We still have a whole period for uh, four goals from Raymond. So, Woo! We need five, baby. Fuck Austin Matthews. Suck it. <laughs> so, do you like Matthews because he's a Leaf or no? Ah, I think he's uh, one of the best players in the world, but I don't yeah, fucking yeah. like him when he puts that fucking blue and red on, blue and white on. Can you imagine him in red and white? He would look incredible. The, yeah, the red and uh, unfortunately, the red and white that he'll wear change their jersey color back to the Kachinas. <laughs> yeah, true. It goes back to the desert. Yeah, yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, time now for Where Are They Now? Okay. We will look at Red Wings from just last year and uh, let you know what's going on with them now. Uh, Anthony Manta and Dennis Chalosi are both together in Washington. Cute. So they're both capitals now. Uh, 
one of my favorites for many years. Uh, Luke Glendening is in Dallas. I think I said Darren Helm. <laughs> uh, too, baby, but he's in Colorado. Yes, he played well last uh, night, too. Yeah. Uh, Valtteri Filpula is in the Swiss League, playing for Geneva, I believe. Uh, Christian Juice. Oh, Christian Juice is also in the Swiss League. Uh, playing for Zug. Matthias Brome is also in Switzerland. He's playing for Davos. Yeah, I can't tell you that. Easy. Uh, Svechnikov is with Winnipeg. Patrick Nemeth is on the New York Rangers. Oh, yep. a guy that I love. Johnny Merrill. He went to, he's in Minnesota. Uh, Richard Panic, who we talked about a second before, he's on the Islanders now. My man, John Bernier, is goal, backup goaltender for New Jersey. Uh, and your buddy, Alex Biega, is now a Toronto Maple Leaf. Is he actually playing? Uh, no, I believe he got sent down. Yeah, I was going to say there's no way. And last, but also least, uh, <laughs> Franz Nielsen is playing for the Berlin Polar Bears in the DEL in Germany. Hey, th- that's our guy. He's he's following up Mo. He's following up Mo. He's 20 years older than Mo, though. Yeah, you know. You also, Mo right didn't play for Berlin. He didn't even go to the right team. I thought he played for, uh, no, I he Man- played for Mannheim. 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 Yeah, you're right. Mannheim. Yeah, yeah. So, you were, we were talking the other day about uh, what now that the border's reopening, uh, hitting up a game. You said you wanted to go, like, first of the new year. Yeah, so we've been planning that just because, like, our breaks align with, like, work and school and shit. And also my sister goes to Western, so we're probably going to all go there. Um, they played Carolina uh, December 18th, I believe. I think that's the game that we're going we're gonna to target. Uh, you said the start of the new year, and now I'm getting December 16th. 18th, but yeah. 18th. I mean, so, okay. They play New Jersey on the 18th. What do they play um, Carolina? On the 16th in Carolina. So you'd not oh, go to that one, I don't think. Colorado on the twentieth, baby. Okay, I would love to see that. How much of those tickets do you think? Because I'm willing to fucking. Uh, I don't know. I'm actually on the Red Wing site right now, so I just clicked on the Ticketmaster thing. I'll tell you in momentarily what we need to know. Oh, who cares? Starting at thirty-five bucks. Jesus Christ! I forgot Detroit. Yeah, it's gonna be cheap. Uh. Well, I mean, you know, depending where you want to sit. I mean, I I don't really care where we sit. I I, I haven't been to a, a Wings game since game one or three, whatever it was, if we were home or away for the Stanley Cup in 08. Well, there's a whole bunch of areas that you don't want to fucking sit in in the 200 level because they have obstructed view. Okay. Uh, like you're, the fucking suites uh, come down from the ceiling and it obstructs your view. If you're up high, like, you, and then there's TVs right there. So you're more watching the fucking game on TV. I'd rather fucking stay home. That's fair. Uh, what? Also, look at section 105 for that game. 52 bucks. For That's... what? For what game are you looking at? The Colorado game. I'm looking at it too, but it tells me 135 bucks. But it's probably telling one- me it's probably telling me what you're 105, you said? Yeah, 105, 52 bucks. How many tickets does it tell you there is? Two to four. Okay. Mine says there is 62 tickets available. 
Yeah, I can lock it in literally right now. Four tickets for fifty-two each. Yeah, see, that so can... that but that's a right about equivalent to the exchange rate is it's telling me Canadian money, 135 bucks. Is it like basically double for CAD? Yeah, it's uh, you know, it's probably pretty fucking close. Jesus Christ, figure it out, guys. But yeah, uh that's not bad though, right? Oh no, I'd pay 130 fucking bucks. Okay, yeah. We should uh let me talk to my team Okay, so we'll no, that's uh, I don't know what it's telling me then. Because I just did the uh, like a quick conversion on a calculator, like 135 Canadians, 110 American. So whatever uh, the fuck it's telling me one. is no, but it yeah, was two know. to one for uh, some time. Like, yeah, I don't know. I'm looking at the Colorado game, December 20th, and it's telling me, yeah, like 135 bucks. But yeah, whatever. I I'll... yeah, I'll send you the link to this because this is this seems like. Almost too good to be true. Oh, you might also. I'm right on the fucking Ticketmaster website. You might be on a resale website. I'm on Vivid, which is like yeah, there you probably go. the I, cheapest. Yeah, I'm on Ticketmaster. That's because I was already on the Red Wings website. So, got it. Yeah, I probably honestly those are kind of like shitty. Why won't this work? Oh, different command. That's why. Yeah, I sent the link to it. But yeah, um, should, should we end here and then do like a quick little recap after the third period, like a little 10-minute game recap? Yeah, that sounds good. That'll give you a little time to edit the bullshit that happened in this episode. True, yeah. Oh, yeah, talk soon. Let's go. All right, take care. Yeah, you too. There we go, Ned. I'm at 49, 48. Yep, yep, same here. Okay. Oh, man. What a fucking... <laughs> I mean, Honestly... first off... First off, how there, there's no way ever in his fucking maybe in his life, but never in his professional career that Ben Bishop or Ben Bishop, oh my god, Andre Vasilevsky has given up 12 goals in two fucking games. Yeah, dude, and the shots too. I mean, we're used to this story being outshot by 20, but six yeah. goals. In well, 20. guess what? Oh, yeah, and we fucking lost oh. that fucking game. These are the Red Wings I like to see. That's how yeah. you get fucking Shane right, baby. That's how you get Shane right. That's how you get Shane right, man. That, that it kind of hurts though. But I mean, to be fair, they they played a good game the first two periods. Defense, uh, I don't know. You know what? I was talking to my buddy uh, during the like uh, during the third period, and he's like, man, like when Tampa tied it, he's like, here you go. He's like, your fucking captain gets kicked out of the game, and now it's six six. And I thought, you know, I, I liked Larkin sticking up for himself, but you know what? That did leave us shorthanded all fucking night. One of our best players is gone. I mean, I'm okay yeah. with Larkin doing it once. It's not a big fucking deal. It's the first game of the season. Yeah, you, you know, you're playing Tampa. We never should have fucking got to overtime with Tampa. Definitely not tied at six. But yeah. this is it's this is definitely a different team than than it was last year. Yeah, no, I think the big thing is that this team's obviously feisty. There, there's weapons on offense. I mean, four four goals come from Bertuzzi, but I don't think that paints the picture. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's tough to give up that lead. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Uh, I feel so bad for okay. fucking Ned. Fifty plus saves, but he's got fifty plus saves, but he allows seven goals. Like. You know, fuck, guy played great. Seven fucking goals, though. It doesn't look like he played good. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Young team. It's also a cup team. They just lost to uh, 
Pittsburgh. First game, they wanted to win that game, obviously. And you could tell they they, sh- they panned to the benches with, like, three minutes left, like, after the fifth goal. And they were all standing up, and our bench was pretty much sitting down. Like, that game's just a, a pedigree above what Detroit is. Like, uh, Did you also see the, the face-off right when, right when they made it 6-5? Uh, the fucking um, when they got the power play, when Tampa got the power play, Stamkos left the face off and went to the bench and like, was like telling Cooper, like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Get yeah, Vasilevsky. And Cooper yeah, yeah. was like waving Stamkos, like, "Go back!" And then they show Cooper and he's telling Baz to come. And I'm like, "Oh, Stamkos made that fucking call for you, bud." Oh, he did. But also, like, it seems like the boys love Coop so much. So it's kind of like it, it seems mutual, probably, right? Yeah, did you see uh, when Bertuzzi got the hat trick, Cooper was smiling and clapping for him? I thought that was classy. That's classy, yeah, especially at home, too, first game of the year, for us, at least, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, looking at the younger guys, I don't think anyone played a bad game. Just get, getting the rust off, I guess. First games in the league for Mo and – uh, yeah, and they and they they played. Uh, you know, Cider Cider and Letty were the best defensemen. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Letty played a great game. Nadalkovic um, played a great game. Uh, Pugh Suter played a good game. Bertuzzi obviously played a fucking once in a career game. Um, yeah. You know, Larkin was playing well. Um, Zadina played well. Zadina played very well. I was very impressed. Rasmussen played very well. Yeah, Ras looks like I don't know. The things we, we talk about, like taking steps forward with Zadina and Ras, and Ras looked more physical that game. He wasn't fucking around there. Like he knows, like he's an NHL player now. He's a big body. He knows his he knows his role. So that's good to see. Yeah. I don't know. Um, again, a young team, and we talked about it the entire podcast. As long as these guys take steps forward, we don't really care too much about the outcome of uh, the season. I would say as a whole, but. Definitely a tough game to lose at home, man. Your first that, game. That, that yeah, week. that that sucks to lose, but at the same time, it's like we really don't need to be blowing out Tampa if we're trying to get fucking the lottery. Yeah, I mean that's gonna be the the song we sing all year is like Shane Wright, Shane Wright. But yeah, buddy, I've been singing the song for three years. We need the first pick. We need the first pick. I mean, I've been singing it since. Yeah, I, sung, I, sung, I sung songs for Jack Hughes. I sung songs for fucking Lafreniere. <laughs> Yeah, my my songs are more coming for Laffy, and obviously, you know what's coming down the line with Shane Wright and Bedard, and we we've said this too that like I don't think this team's going to be a Bedard lottery winner. It's going to be Shane Wright, or uh, you're going to get your you're going to get your onesie uh, through trade. Yeah, yeah, Shane Wright though, like you know, after all the fucking years that we've been fucked on the lottery, uh, yeah, hopefully Shane Wright's our reward for, you know, like uh, all it takes is about one guy to turn the franchise around. I mean, you look at Toronto. When did they? Saying, when yeah. did they turn around? When Matthews got picked first overall, you get a first overall pick, you're instantly a different fucking team. Yeah, and especially right, right. when it's a talent like you know, if Shane Wright, uh, you know, pans out, which you know is almost right now like I can't miss. You know, like, yeah, it's just a laugh. It's like okay, the only time that a first overall pick doesn't turn your franchise around if is if you get drafted first overall by the Oilers. Yeah, Neil Yakupov, how are you? Uh, yeah, Neil Yakupov, uh, Connor McDavid. Uh, not not that McDavid's bad, <laughs> but I mean the organization. Where Nugent Hopkins? Uh, who was the other one? Yakupov, uh, Nugent Taylor Hopkins. Hall. Yeah, and Taylor Hall. Yeah. Uh, you know what? You everybody likes to give Yakupov shit. You know Yakupov 
still leads the NHL in most points in his draft year? How would he have, like 50? No, 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 no. no. He has the most points in his career in the NHL of any player in his draft year, still. That's brutal. That That tells you not a very good fucking draft year. So we're we're gonna hope that isn't this year's class <laughs> again. Yeah, Christ, I don't know, but um, I, if you're a Red Wings fan, you can't be disappointed with this game. I mean, obviously the outcome is bad, but like the way the guys played, it really isn't that bad, especially like where the team is. I don't, I don't know. I'm not. Yeah. Uh... Okay, so I lied. So it it, it that is. That literally, I heard that about Yakubov, and it's completely untrue. Because first off, Barkov um, hit the Barkov here. Well, Gelchenyuk has two hundred, a hundred something more points than fucking Yakupov, and they were drafted the same year. Okay. Gelchenyuk has two hundred more points than Yakupov, so I don't know who the hell was on crack when they told me that. <laughs> Podcast or someone? I don't know. I don't know where I can't remember where I heard it. I feel like somebody told it to me and I believed it because I'm like, yeah, that was actually, you know, I looked at the draft class and I was like, yeah, you know what? That's probably true because that's not a very fucking, it wasn't a very strong draft. That was what, 2014? I believe. 2012, maybe. 2012, yep. Oh, uh, yeah. Yakupov. Uh, Neil Yakupov, Ryan Murray, Alex Galchenia, Griffin Reinhardt, Morgan Riley. Uh, yeah, that's not. That great, yeah. I'm Morgan early in. I mean, Va- Vasilevsky went 19th overall. <laughs> yeah, who drafted him? Tampa. Izzy. Izzy did. And four picks later, uh, five picks later, Boston took Malcolm Subban. He's still not a fucking NHL goalie. Yeah, yeah, tough. Like, he's he, he's legit. He's in the AHL this year with Fleury in Chicago. Yeah, he is, yep. Like, he, I'll, I'll see him play in Rockford this year. Oh, wait, are they even Rockford anymore? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rockford Ice Hogs still. Are you are you near Rockford? Um, yeah, I'm closer to the city than Rock. Rock Rockford's like an hour outside of the city. Let's fucking go to a fucking. I I'll go down to Chicago. Go to a fucking Ice Hogs Griffins game, baby. Yeah, if anything, let's go to the Wolves. Oh, I guess Wolves are Vegas now, right? That's their feeder team. No, they're feeding with Charlotte. Florida's oh, the AHL Chuckers, team. yeah. Yeah, which is Florida's team. Yeah. Chicago is um, Carolina's team now. Uh, well, anyway, the, the Wolf Stadium, it's All-State Arena, and that place gets absolutely bumping. I think the capacity is like 14,000, and that place gets so rowdy. Yeah, anyway. fuck. Go to a fucking Wolves game. Wolves and Rag. Wolves and Griffs. Yeah, and honestly, though, I hate to say it, but the Blackhawk Stadium is like unreal. Oh, the Madhouse on Madison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They actually they yeah. used to call uh, Windsor Arena where the Spits used to play. Actually, where the Detroit Cougars played their first game before they oh. were the Red Wings. Before oh. Olympia was built, they played one whole season at Windsor Arena, which is on McDougal Street, and uh, everybody calls everybody well used to call it the Madhouse on McDougal. <laughs> How Jesus was it like in the twenties, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, when they stopped, when they built the new arena here in Windsor, uh, when Bugner and Reichel bought the team in two thousand like eight, I think they built it. Uh, two thousand nine, um, Windsor Arena was the oldest actively used arena in the world. Jesus Christ! Uh, yeah, actually, uh, that would have been good to talk to Kyle about that. Windsor Arena used to be like um, 
you could shake up the glass and literally hit guys if they were skating too close. The glass moved that much <laughs> that it couldn't fucking. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, some like and sometimes if like I remember a guy standing, like a guy in the front row standing, like hamming the glass, and Cam Jansen nailed somebody into the glass and it fucking knocked the guy back. Oh, Cam because Jansen, the gl- the gl- the glass hit the fucking guy. <laughs> the glass moved enough that it hit the guy standing there, and it fucking like he like somersaulted backwards. That's hilarious. Um, I don't know. I mean, let's do quick takeaways from the game. Um, for me, honestly, Jeff Blaschel, I think he coached a good game. The only problem I had the entire time that uh, coaching-wise was the uh, power play at the end of the game when they put Her- – or um, who was at the bumper? Yeah, Hironic was at the bumper. I-, I don't know why Raymond wasn't out there. I mean, there's – four minutes left in the game, five minutes left in the game. I, I don't know why you put Aronica out there. I, I don't know. Besides you, though, besides that pick, I should say, what was your uh, big takeaway? Uh, like, uh, uh, first off, like, we we went out fucking firing, and they didn't – they just didn't – I mean, not that they didn't have the same energy. They did have the same energy all game. It just – it yeah. really – I think it came down to uh, fucking – it wasn't even like Will – it was just it wasn't will over skill it was skill over will and and the trade had the will to win it and tampa just too much fucking talent they weren't going to let it happen yeah, uh but I, but yeah like us uh ned, ned played great um again seven goals doesn't depict the story of a great game for a goaltender let's not forget that's only his 24th game in the national hockey league yep and and, also... and he's on a new team a team that's not very good like I said earlier, he's in position a lot. Um, you know, none of the down low shit was really getting to him. You, you can't fucking no, – like, nobody in the league stops Stamkos and Kucherov one-timers. So That's what I was going to say. Like, a bad defense compared to a good defense, you probably have a four-point game or a four-goal game regardless. Like, if that's Carolina, it's probably not a seven-goal game. But, you know. Yeah. Um, so, to do a – I mean, I guess we kind of did a Red Wing wrap-up of that game, but a uh, little quick wrap-up from around the league. Um, Buffalo fans, I think, showed management and ownership tonight that they're pissed off. Home opener, they beat Montreal 5-1. There was 8,000 people in the stands. Tough. That's awful. Tough. Yep. Yeah, yeah that's fucking rough. Um, but you know what? They've and they fucking wiped the floor with the Habs. Habs also had Samuel Montembeau in. Uh, I'm not going to talk bad about him, but he's but he's not a he's you know he's, he's a rookie. So and he's also just came to Montreal off waivers. He's from Montreal. He played my uh, juniors in Montreal. Like this kid had to be, and now he's wearing the 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 greatest. You know, to, to him it's the Holy Grail. Now he's playing for the fucking Habs. Yeah, it's the hockey Holy Grail. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, and uh, to lose to Buffalo, that kind of. You know, it doesn't doesn't help, but you know, that's uh and then uh how about those fucking sends? Three two over Toronto, baby. Fuck Toronto. Fuck Toronto. That's crazy. Uh yeah, so well, look at the blue jackets game. Eight to two over the Yotes. The Yotes are gonna be fighting for Shane Wright. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be just fucking toe to toeing them, eh? That see that's the thing though. I, I don't think that we're we talked about it before, though. Like, you gotta get. Well, we're not here. as bad as the Coyotes, no. But don't forget, we're yeah. also in a hell of a lot harder of a 
fucking division. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. And also, like we talked about this before, like the whole uh, like luck of the gods for the lottery picks. Like we're we're due multiple. So maybe if we come in like seventh place, or I guess I should say twenty fourth place in the league, like maybe we'll get granted, you know, a one or a two pick, and we'll get that guy we need to turn the uh, rebuild basically on its ass. Yeah, well, they they was a couple years. It was the uh, McDavid Eichel trade where they they uh, they switched because they thought Buffalo was tanking, uh, which they they probably were for Connor. Um, and they switched so that the two last place teams are not rewarded for tanking, where the next four worst teams have a better chance at winning the draft lottery than the worst two. So, so three, four, five, or yeah, three, four, five, and six have a better chance than one and two do at getting number one. Yeah, I've always hated the whole lottery thing for the NHL, especially because like. Example A or Exhibit A, Detroit. Like you get screwed. A team who's rebuilding and still rebuilding, like five over years and over yeah. and over. Like the again. NHL, yeah. Like or the NFL, I should say. You get Joe Burrow, for example, and your entire franchise and it is switched. Like yeah. if you're, yeah, oh, yeah, if change you, change your fucking pace. Yeah, like if you're looking for an original six team that has an incredible fan base, like Detroit does. Coming last in the league would have gotten you Lafreniere and um, uh, Hughes. We would have got Hughes. They would have gotten Hughes. Yeah, so Hughes and Lafreniere back to back. I mean, uh, I don't know. Makes you sick to your stomach a little bit. But, but I mean, it you know, it it's stupid. They changed it, and it's like, what what happens when a team gets four in five years? They don't do anything. Uh, you know, the and the Oilers got four good fucking players. Out of, yeah, I, exactly. I mean, I mean, yeah. Nugent Hopkins was in a, a weak draft class, also because I don't think he's a first overall, but he was, um, right. you know. But I don't think his career summits that of a first overall draft pick. But regardless, he was, and he's a good player. Was... And Yakupov was a good player, and you know, we we know what happened. <laughs> I mean, hey, yeah. Yakupov's still killing it, in Russia. Yakupov's also still young enough. That he could end up coming back to the NHL one day and and making not making an impact, but at least coming back to the NHL again one day. Also, Nelly Yakubov has the best goal celebration of all time. Well, oh, he just copied Theo Fleury's. Theo Fleury. Yeah, and you know what I love that fucking on Hockey Night in Canada, Don Cherry when Yakubov did that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Cher- Cherry was like, "Look at this ignorant Russian celebrating Fuck. like an idiot." See, I don't like that. And, don't then, like and that. then they drew back to when Flurry did it, and Cherry right. was like, "Bingo, bingo!" The little Canadian kid. And I was like, exactly. "Oh, so a Canadian does it? Cherry sucks his dick. A Russian does it? It's the fucking biggest black eye in the game of all time, according exactly. to Don Cherry. I love Don Cherry, but so do he, I. he didn't. He didn't have it all together. <laughs> yeah. I agree, and." uh yeah, we'll see. see. I'm looking at the fucking jersey wall that I got. Cider, Zadina, Raymond Edmondson. And, like, it, it still just, like, seems like the brightest future in the league. Maybe minus LA because their future is also so bright. They with Ottawa, too. But um, hard to get discouraged when you're looking at the roster that we have. Uh, I mean, I, I guess, like, the future of the backbone. So, I don't know. Yeah. It is what it is. It's going to be a long season, but it'll be a fun season because this is going to be the first – I keep saying it. It's going to be the first year that we're looking up. There'll be a lot of great moments from this year. 
a lot of moments that you look back and like, wow, that was the beginning of the rebuild being over. And, you know, with any luck, we will get, you know, one of those top two picks this year, maybe next year, probably not. You know, Hey, you know what? That's what I was going to say a little bit earlier. Um, You know, I, obviously I want Shane, Wright. Obvious. It's obvious. Everybody should want fucking Shane, Wright. Every fucking goddamn fan that knows hockey is. I am not going to be real pissed off if we end up with Brad Lambert out of this draft. I like Brad Lambert. Big Canadian defenseman, right? Uh, yeah, Canadian, but Finnish. <laughs> I'm thinking, wait, is Carson Lambos the, the big Canadian defenseman? Carson, yeah. I always get them mixed up because this is so dumb, but uh, uh, fantasy, or not fantasy, franchise mode and shell. I always, I always drafted those guys back-to-back years because they oh, sim so well. Yeah, Lambos <laughs> got drafted 26 overall by Minnesota this past year. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, La- awesome. Lambert, though, is a, is a Canadian that's a Finnish-born because mm. his um, – like, he even plays for Finland, uh, like, uh, World Juniors. But um, his dad was a professional hockey, hockey player that ended his career in Finland and uh, – or, or maybe didn't end his career there, but uh, – had Brad over there, and I believe he married. Uh, okay, so Lambert, uh, born in Lati, Finland, to a Canadian father and a Finnish mother. He's a dual okay. citizen of Canada and Latvia. Um, his father played in the NHL and is currently an assistant. Oh, and his uncle's currently a, uh, his uncle also played in the NHL and is an assistant coach for the Islanders currently. So that's cool. Lane Lambert. Oh shit! There you go. So hopefully the fucking Islanders don't get him because Lou will fucking pull some shit like that off somehow. Oh, also, real quick before we go, the you see uh, Soderblom today in the uh, SHL? She looked really no, good. No, I didn't. I didn't see any. He had an apple in the goal. He looked really good. Yeah, I he's mean, a big. He's a big fucking. Ass. He's a big boy, man. Did you? Okay. Did you hear what happened? Uh, uh, or, yeah, Jonathan Bergeron. Uh, I mean, on Twitter, I saw like the he. Like didn't make his team or something, or did make his team and like got... no, no, no. He's on the he's playing for Grand Rapids. Oh, what happened with him? So, <laughs> so him and his Swedish girlfriend get in the you know their rental car, and uh, he tweeted out, uh, "I read that Grand Rapids was supposed to be a pretty Ohio. big city, but this looks yeah. like a little village." Yeah, yeah, and he said it was about two hours away from Traverse Sydney, and he went, "Yep, that's what they told me. It's about two hours." <laughs> And he drove to Grand Rapids, Ohio. And then when he put in the arena, it said he was three hours away. And he's like, that can't be right. There can't be two Grand Rapids in one country. <laughs> that's. And uh, yeah, and evidently uh, his girlfriend was not very happy, but that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I guess he's not an American. So like, it's hard to be like, oh, you fucking idiot. But also those guys, like that whole second wave of prospects is going to be here. You know, next year or the year after that. So, like, we have a fucking strong pipeline. Oh, my God, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I think fucking Bergeron and Valeno will be playing together down in fucking probably on the top line in Grand Rapids. Like. Can buy it for 100 points. How are you? Yeah, exactly. Oh, and okay. And the other story I wanted to tell you was last night I told you I had a story about when we were talking about Gretzky and how much he was worth. I told you I had yeah. a story about Gretzky and his finances. So, very good friend of mine was uh, used to work for a TD Bank in Canada, okay. Toronto Dominion, and he was uh, like the assistant manager at a branch in downtown Toronto. So the the branch manager was gone on vacation or something. So my buddy's in charge, 
Well, Wainer came in. And Gretzky, you know, even if he's just getting money, he don't just walk to a teller, right? He's got somebody he deals with. Right. So the fucking kid that was working as a teller saw that Gretzky was in there, decided to look up his bank account. Mm. So my buddy's sitting at his computer with a client and gets this alert that somebody's accessed Gretzky's bank account and they didn't have, you know, they weren't, a teller doesn't just have the clearance. You know, it's like Gretzky goes in and sees like a financial planner or whatever, like, you know. So my, my buddy, and I was like, so what happened? My buddy told me this story a couple of times over the last couple of years, but I'm like, when I first heard it, I'm like, and what happened? He's like, well, he's like, I got to stop what I'm doing. He goes, and I got to go out and I got to fire this guy right on the spot. Oh no, really? Yeah. You can't look shit like that up, man. You know, it's not your business. Like you're, you're not like, you know what I mean? You, you shouldn't even really look up my information. And who gives a fuck if you saw the, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, the Especially small amount of money that, too. but yeah, but when you look up <laughs> Gretzky's account because of all the money in there it's, and because of the, his fame, yeah, it sets off red flags. My buddy's like, oh yeah, little alert pops up on my computer. I got to go fire the guy. I'm like, oh man. But I mean, you're stupid. Like you had to know that you can't do that. You're not supposed to, unless the person's standing in front of you, don't go into their fucking shit. That's fair. Okay. So I just turned on the Vegas uh, Kings game. Give me, give me what you think will be the top five or four teams in the league five years from now. Oh my god, yeah, you can't, man, because it's not based on how they're building. It's based on what they do, trades, free agency. You can't look five years in advance in the NHL. In, in other sports, you can, but NHL, there's there's movement too much, and too many big guys are on the move. You don't see, uh, you know, like in the NFL, quarterbacks aren't getting fucking dealt all the time. Uh, big name wide receivers and shit aren't getting dealt all the time. Where in the NHL, high profile guys are getting fucking moved a lot. So I don't think yeah. in the NHL you can give five years. You know, in the NFL, you oh yeah, well five years when the, this this and this, it's like well you know what, fuck off. Uh, See, I would disagree as an American knowing the NFL so well. I think the NFL is, or the NHL is more not predictable, but uh, more streamlined. Because, like, looking at prospects like L.A., Ottawa, New York, Detroit, and uh, Colorado. That's probably your five. Yeah, okay. But then a Jack Eichel trade comes along, and all of a sudden L.A. is not is in fucking 25th. Yeah, he's going to a coast. He's, go, he's going to L.A. or New York. But that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay. You can look at their prospects and what they might do in five years. But I can tell you, oh, I think L.A. will be the best in five years. But then next week, they trade eight prospects for Jack Eichel, and their whole system's blown up. Oh, that's so, true. I, so, got, so I don't – like, yeah. yeah, one trade, one – and they don't stay free agent – or they don't stay signed to the team as long as they do in some other sports. So, you know, they can become free agents younger, and they want more money younger, and then they get dealt. And, I don't, yeah, I don't think – I think it's hard to, to gauge five years from now. Yeah, I guess, yeah, you're right. Five years is tough. It's just like, I don't know. I just like want someone to click on to, you know, as a wingspan especially. It's like we've gone through six years of hell and back, basically. Yeah, but we also had 25 straight years of the playoffs where look at Leafs, man. They haven't even fucking won a playoff round in almost Those your, li- your, almost your fuckers, lifetime. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Those, they, those like, they're... Fuckers. Yeah, there's fucking people alive that just want to see the Leafs win the fucking cup before they die. 
True. Yeah. I guess I was lucky growing up. But also, like, you got to live through the. Um... Oh, yeah. The 90s, baby. That's why I love. I love the Red Wings. Four, I got four fucking Stanley Cups in my lifetime that I've seen. See, that, see, the only thing that I have is 08 that I barely remember, and I get newspapers. That's all I have. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've lived through one President's Trophy. I've lived through uh, Eastern Conference Final. And besides that, I've lived through uh, Thomas Tatar and Gustav Nyquist trying to carry the team and then a huge rebuild. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know what rebuilding was. Yeah. Well, welcome to the fucking party. You've already been there. I'm not going to say that. But. Yeah, but I mean, like I, I, I remember, like I even remember fucking, you know, when they were building, when they were building the the championships, and uh, you know the fucking heartbreaking loss where I told you a couple weeks ago, you know, fucking, I was on the floor crying when they lost to New Jersey. I never <laughs> want to go to school again. And everybody that was chirping me, now I look back, they were Leaf fans. What the fuck did I have to be fucking? But you know, I was a kid. I, I knew they were gonna make fun of me, and I just didn't want to fuck it. You know, they were just going to, pe- you know, it's not make fun of me, whatever, that chicken roll. But they were going to pepper me, 20 of them all day. And I wasn't going to happen. Right. I was, uh, you know, and I was too, too young to be smart enough to be like, yeah, you guys are Leaf fans. They were fucking suck ass. <laughs> the cool part about being an American is, though, is that we have the best American franchise in hockey history. So that's one thing that I always like to say to my Chicago friends. Yeah. yeah fuck, the, fuck the hogs. Oh, God, I can't stand them. But the, you know what? I can't stand them now because their GM is an absolute nightmare, Stan Bowman, and that team is nowhere <laughs> and, close. And, to... and, and he's the offspring of our one of our gods. <laughs> yes, he is. Yeah, Scotty. What, yeah. What's Scotty up to right now? I think he's still an assistant GM in Chicago. Jesus Christ. I hope that guy – I wish him the best, obviously, because it's Scotty fucking Bowman. But, Jesus, well, that guy's – his his uh, Stan had got when Scotty left the Red Wings, or maybe not love, yeah, because I think he was still working with the Red Wings even in the 08, or I think he left maybe about, yeah, I think he only left and went there when when Chicago won. Um, because Stan had got diagnosed with cancer and Scotty just wanted to be, right. close, be close to him and spend time with him, but um, so uh, meanwhile, you know, he's gone on thankfully to live a, a, a longer life than. They thought, you know, 10 years ago when he was diagnosed or I don't know how he's doing or what he, you know, if he's still, but you know, you don't want to see anybody die and uh, cancer's hit my life a lot. So I hate yeah, that fucking, absolutely. I hate that word, but, yeah. uh, absolutely. Um, funnier subject, I guess, uh, Stan, are you familiar with like Barstool sports at all? Yeah. Yeah. So Stan went into Barstool Chicago and faced off against uh, Barstool Chiefs, like the big big Hawks guy. Yeah. But uh, he he was talking shit to Stan for like two and a half, three years, maybe maybe even more. And uh, props to Stan for walking in there into like basically their closet of an office. And just, I mean, they gave it back to each other, back and forth. It's a good podcast. Uh, if you're interested in listening, I'll send it to you. But um, I will give props to Stan, even though I think he's a terrible GM or – is currently a terrible GM because of his decision well, making. Because he just believes that Taze and Kane are still twenty five. Yeah, he, he he reminds me a lot of um, Ken Holland. A certain Ken Holland. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But also, they have better assets than we had towards the end of Holland's uh, ten years. So. Well, towards the end, yeah. But I mean, yeah. 
I mean, after Z was like... Holland never wanted to uh, go into a rebuild. No, he he knows he can't because he'll get fired. He's stringing along this... I mean, I I can diagnose the Blackhawks better than I can the Red Wings, probably. And, like, that team's closer to Shane Red than they are a playoff spot, in my opinion. And he has no... Oh, I don't know. Chicago's a good team. You think that Chicago's a good team? I don't think they're a bad fucking team. See, like, I would put... A thousand dollars on that they don't make the playoffs this year. Oh, I don't know that they don't. I, I don't know if they'll make the playoffs, but they're not going to be a lottery fucking picking team. And they but, they may make the playoffs, man. They got a good fucking team. They added Seth Jones. I don't. I don't think Jones is is worth what he got. But uh, you know, he got it. Good for him. Secure the fucking bag. That's what you want to do. Good for guys that do it. You know, if somebody was writing me that paycheck, I wouldn't fucking tell them to shove it either. I'd fucking steal it and run to the bank. Yeah, uh, like, dude, they just got Henrik Borgstrom from Florida, who's a very good player. Uh, I'm just trying to think. Guess, guess guys. who he's playing right now? Who? Borgstrom. Guess what line he's on? What? what? Fourth. Okay, first year in the NHL. Oh, we got a score up here. Hold on. No, okay. So back to the Blackhawks thing. I, I'm, I, I'm, but yeah, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Like they got, uh, I know they got that Borgstrom guy. Um, they got Jack Reichel, too. The, Doc, the, the Bryn Cat, um, Tyler Johnson, who just won two Stanley Cups, Patrick Kane, uh, Strom, who apparently might get traded, but I think he's a good player. Taze. He, that uh, was on my list, actually, for the podcast earlier. He might get traded. Yeah, Calvin DeHaan, I think, is a good defenseman. Marc-Andre Fleury is one of the best goaltenders in the fucking world. Uh, Connor Murphy's a very good defenseman. Ian Mitchell's a pretty decent defenseman. Uh, Jake McCabe, who they just got from Vegas, yep, uh, yep. or Buffalo, Chicago oh, kid too. Lemieux just pounded play. the fuck out of somebody. Yeah, he did. Co- yep. Keegan Colasar, uh, Brandon Lemieux, another Claude Claude's son, but a former Windsor Spitfire. I want to talk to Claude Lemieux. That guy's got some fucking baggage. I bet. I don't want to talk to fucking Claude Lemieux. <laughs> I feel. I'd I feel like. I feel like I'd be spitting in Darren McCarty's fucking face. I was gonna say, like, if we can get Claude Lemieux on the pod and some like realist or some like fantasy world, we gotta have like Darren McCarty in the background waiting to come on and just body slam him. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that would never happen. I know. I would. I would also kill to talk to Darren McCarty. That guy can talk your ear off with like just endless good stories. Yeah, I'll bet we can get him on. That'd be awesome, man. I mean, you know, maybe, maybe if we had an active fucking Twitter account. Yeah, shout out to me for that. Yeah, fucking just yeah, fucking tries to fucking us. tries to fucking get us certified as a Red Wings official fucking.